Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> Uh, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And who, who, who do we got over here? I'm already laughing. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Oh, my God. I might cry, Tom. I don't know. I might. Uh, there may be legitimate tears. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. We'll see how emotional I get. Uh, I'm Maggie. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Maggie. Hi. Hey, welcome. Guys. You, you weirdo. To the show. <laughs> um, is this your first time doing this? Ooh. I can't remember. Yeah, yes. You know what? Uh, Dave and I were talking when I first got here. I I guess like I didn't. I Yeah, surprisingly, even though I spend most of my time watching bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, because I watched so many, it really had to be the right one. And I think this, yeah. this was it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? This is a choice bad film. Yes. Um, why, don't, why don't you tell us what film it is that you've, you've brought today? Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to present to you uh, what I think is maybe one of the best films ever made. It is called mm. The Stupids. Uh, <sighs> uh, uh, I'm here, too. I've never seen this movie, though. Hi, Adam. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <You didn't> watch- <laughs> I'm just sitting in the corner engineering. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, dealing with difficulties. But I'm excited to hear why? about The Stupids. Are you? I don't know if you should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not super excited, but for go. podcast reasons, there I'm excited. There we go. <laughs> the 1996 uh, John Landis-directed Tom Arnold vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> yeah, guys. Why? <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> well, okay. For I guess my first be, caveat. Oh, what were you going to say, Tom? I was going to say, this has to be a... a, a, a a symptom of seeing this movie as like a little kid, right? Yes, I was just about to say my very first caveat is that it is it is a children's movie. Like very I think very explicitly and I enjoyed it most as a child. Uh mm-hmm. but I can't say that it didn't have like long-lasting effects on my sense of humor, mm. uh, like my joke writing, um even like my the film aesthetic that I enjoy. Sadly, I don't know why uh, it had such a, an impact on me. I will say that it definitely, it's like an adult proof movie where like I was watching it and thinking like my niece and nephew would probably love this shit mm-hmm. um, and I can't stand it. <laughs> um, and so Ooh, in yes. that sense, like, yes. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give it, this is the biggest compliment, compliment I'll give it. It's uh-huh. not hurting anybody, this movie. It's a harmless movie. You know, that's, uh, yeah. Um, I, I recently rewatched it and I was embarrassed about how much I still liked it. Like, <laughs> I, I recognize that you, uh, you know, that an adult nowadays watching it probably won't like it, but I can't say that I didn't enjoy every single second of it. Okay. <laughs> Could you explain what the movie's about? Yes. Why, well, yes, I can. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, so the film is about a family, the Stupids. Um, it is actually based on a series of children's books of the same title, okay. which is just about a very dumb family. Like their power goes out and they think that they've all died, which is inspiration <laughs> for. That a part. makes it into the film. Yes, it does. It does direct into the film. So yeah, you know, I would. it's like a very light comedy. However, they do have some like political undertones for the adults. But the conceit is that they are so stupid that they take the stupidest route in any situation. It's essentially mm-hmm. a series of sketches. Yes, it's yes. a series of bits that lead mm-hmm. into the next one. Yeah, I think... Never forming a narrative. Never forming a narrative. However, there is... My my favorite scene of the film is when Tom Arnold is explaining to uh, his family his theory as to how it all fits together... Uh, which involves him working for the post office yes. uh, and blaming um, Mr. Uh, Sender. Mr. Sender, played by Christopher Mr. Lee. Christopher Lee. Which, first biggest <laughs> bummer of this movie was the beginning credits, and they're like, with Christopher Lee. And I was like, oh no, you oh. brought Christopher <laughs> Lee into this. He is involved. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a brief involvement. It's a brief brief, involvement, brief, uh, brief occasion. Okay. Yeah, I will say I think one of my main takeaways, and I think is exactly what you said, Dave, is that it's a type of humor that is so unharmful that I almost find it so absurd that I like it. Okay. Yeah. I'll. I'll. I'll, (laughs) Oh, Tom. I was going to say there's this this type of joke writing. Um, I mean, as grating as I find this film, this mm-hmm. is the second time I've seen this movie, and it, it, it's 90 minutes long, and it feels like 300 years. <laughs> it does! It does. I, it does. I don't it think you're like... supposed to say that. No, it does! It, it, it feels does, like a four-hour-long film that right. never like ends. I kept, I kept looking back up, and it kept still being on. Um, um, I was going to say, this, this style of joke writing does require... When, when it's when it's pulled off when it's done well and there, there's a couple of bits in this that i think are achieve what they set out to do this type this type of joke writing does require you to be somewhat clever yeah um, yeah i think it's a good like let's say that this is if we were to grade it in its style of humor probably like a d but however it is in the same vein of films that do it well right that i like i right. i d- it's almost it's almost a farce. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not directly a farce because mm-hmm. it's just about characters completely misunderstanding what's happening. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's one of the questions I have is, what what are they? <laughs> like the film opens with them uh. sleeping with their uh, feet on their pillows, um, and then Tom Arnold just fundamentally does not understand what a garbage man does. Do, yeah. Is there a gas leak in their house? Why? <laughs> Why are they... They're not stupid. They fundamentally misunderstand the world around them yeah. as right. if they're, like, they're, they're like aliens. They Superman. Yeah. <laughs> they do everything backwards. <laughs> like they're yeah. new. Like they're brand new to the world. Uh-huh. One thing that I think that the film does well is... So the inciting incident is that, like you said, Tom Arnold just doesn't understand what a garbage man is. Yes. And that is the plot. It, like... It doesn't shy away from that being what the entire movie hinges on. Right. Is that he doesn't understand it, and that is the start of every single thing that happens in the film, which is 
uh, absurd. That's, I mean, that's part of the plot. It's shocking. Yeah. It's shocking. And then the kids think their their parents were kidnapped by the police. Yeah. Or no, the mother thinks no, the that. Mo- the parents think their kids were kidnapped by the police. Because <sighs> uh, the kids, the kids go out to, the kids go out, they, the kids think the parents have been kidnapped and they go to the police and they write just like three words as a note and it just says, par- parents we've been kidnapped, kidnapped by police. police. Yeah. Or something. Um, um, I, I, I want to point out. Okay. There's, okay. I, I understand humor wise. The first joke or one of the, okay. the first joke in the movie that got me was about 15 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you have my attention. And it's when Tom Arnold goes outside and he looks at his to-do list. Uh. And the first to-do item is check something off. And he checks it off like, okay. And the next item is cross something off a piece of paper or something. And he just looks at it and he goes, man, I don't really have time for that. And crosses it off. And I was like, all right, movie. This is, this is cute. Yeah. Being real cute. You're making me giggle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it gets... It gets grading after a while yeah. to have a series of pun jokes uh-huh right Which is, well it gets to it gets to a point where you're just like i i get it i yeah. get it right <laughs> yeah in a way i think it's like it's almost mesmerizing in that that is just the movie like it never yeah. heightens it is that from like beginning to end in a way like kind of like a car crash yeah in a similar way, like, like I can't look away. It is an apt description of this film. Yes, yes, a very large car. Crash. I thought of it as a lot like a car accident. <laughs> every every joke is to me like a clown gag at like a kid's birthday party over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. It's a like, what's behind me? Is it behind me? And everybody points. Oh, it's behind you, and they turn around. Mm. It's it's like a lot. Everything's happening in it, and nothing's happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. It is a fascinating movie. Yeah, I feel like it was when I was watching it. I was picking again, like talking about how I think they were trying to make a farce, which right. I love farces, and I think when done well, are some of the most more enjoyable types of comedy. Um, which I think is what they were going for, and the moments when they do it right, and how they somewhat satirize, you know, the way our um, our army, you know, uh, has none yes. of our civilians' interest at heart. There are moments that I think they achieve it. Um, but for the most part, uh, it is a big swing and a miss. It's a big <laughs> swing, that's for sure. It's a big swing. It, it is. Yeah. It, it's one of the biggest swings ever. I was watching this. I, I was watching this and. <laughs> Alex was watching it with me, Alex Schmidt, um, mm-hmm. and he look he like briefly looked at the 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 what was happening, and he went, "Wow, this is a big swing!" And like, what? <laughs> like yeah. that's literally how he addressed it. Uh-huh. Um, why is there a cartoon cat in this? That is a great and a dog. question. And a dog. That is a great question. I have no idea. I don't think it adds anything. No. No. Their and- cat is claymation. Yeah. And Super that must dark. have taken some time to do back in the day. Yeah. And Claymation really always really, does. It, yes. It's really fucking weird. And like mm-hmm. the pets are the are the smart ones. Like they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It's just, it's just jarring. It's like, is this a different <laughs> film? And then the fucking aliens? The aliens. The aliens. Uh, the There's well, aliens in this, Adam. Yeah. The other thing regretting that, not having watched this already. See? see? This movie it is has all the elements. fucking crazy. You should watch it. <laughs> it is 
crazy. Adam, Adam, let me tell you something. If you want to see some sweet cameos from Max Landis. Oh, Mm. my God. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't actually. Max Landis cameo. As a a child. Yep. It gets splashed with paint. Yeah. Um, uh, And uh, David Cronenberg as the head of the post office. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This movie, it's like... um, it's like it's, it's a uh, riddle. This movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it feels like a riddle. The thing it's like again, Sphinxian riddle. <laughs> I also think that's another thing that I find charming about it is that uh, all the jokes, while I would say on paper that they're funny, one I do think the cast commits to them a hundred and ten percent. Yes, uh, which I appreciate. As you know, I. I appreciate that because I think at any point any of them could have checked out and been like, this is too dumb. Yeah. It's too stupid. But none of them did, which I very much appreciate. And I think that's what helps, quote unquote, sell it. (laughs) I mean, they. Yeah. I don't know. You. What do you think? No, it, it, no. Again, comparing it to like clown jokes, where it's like the clown is selling it every mm-hmm. time. Like they are committing mm-hmm. to the bits. Mm-hmm. It just is. You feel like you're going insane watching this movie. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, I can okay. start to hear flies it, buzzing. It yeah. feels sort of like you're describing movie 43, which is a near perfect film. <laughs> All right. So Adam, maybe, I me, would, maybe I would like I this quite say, a lot. Let me describe a sequence uh-huh. for you. I'm listening. All right. I believe it's the mom and the son are in, I think, a museum. Mm-hmm. Um, And they go to the elevator and the son's like, oh, my God, look at all those numbers on the top. I think this is a time machine. And he gets in it and he presses buttons like a date. And the mom is like, no, and jumps in as well because she thinks her son is traveling through time. Mind you, later in the film, they use elevators and they seem to not be confused (laughs) by them. But in this particular moment, and then they go down to like the dinosaur uh, exhibit. Mm-hmm. And then, naturally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, supporting their theory, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and then it's it, no, it keeps getting insane, like a dream. Because then they're like, "Oh God, um, stay very still." They look very hungry because they're all bones, um, and they don't understand that the bones aren't dinosaurs. And then they find a caveman exhibit, and this is where it like really gets insane for me. Is I the son is like, "Oh, I have an idea," and he writes his name on the caveman wall. Sure. And he's like, my name will now be the first name ever written. I'm going to be worshipped as a god in the future. Wars will be fought in my name. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? That was a kid who said yeah, that? Yeah, it's a child. And then yeah. the mother's like, oh, you. And like, it's disappointed. So it's like, it's compounded and gone further and further yeah. off the rails. Um, it goes so far off the rails that... Again, it is impressive. Like a yeah. car crash, it is impressive to me. <laughs> it's like a car crash that like... I don't know, like lands in a swimming pool and then the swimming <laughs> like pool. Like a choreographed car crash. Yeah, yeah. but like, and, uh-huh. and like the swimming pool like is also on a train, it turns out. <laughs> yes. And then it that train goes off plane. the rails. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then it hits a helicopter on the way down. It's a whole. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't stop. Uh, there's a, again, this is directed by John Landis. Mm-hmm. Sure um, is. <laughs> and the, the main bad guy is Niedermeyer from Animal House. Is that who yes. that is? Like yeah. it's, it's it's the same actor, Mark Metcalf. And if you look at his uniform, it says Niedermeyer. Yeah, really. So <laughs> yeah. this movie is in canon with Animal House, even though Animal House said that Niedermeyer got killed by his own men. But I guess he didn't. Oh my! Because here he God. is wreaking havoc on the stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's his son. 
Could yeah, be yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, can we briefly talk about the body count? Oh, yes, boy, yes. There's a lot of uh, farcical violence. The son kills three people from crushing deaths. Yeah. All crushing-related yeah. deaths. Uh, the daughter kills uh-huh. two people, at least two people with a grenade. Uh-huh. Which it's, she thinks is a ring. Yes. She takes out the top yes. and is like, oh, a ring. Yeah. Kills the, two people. The ending is is a series of <laughs> explosions and deaths. Uh, what that they're just wandering through, causing yeah. like all these people to die. I want to point. I want to point out the climax involves getting that little boy to uh, ride across a construction site on a chain, and it's him. Like it's shot in a way so you can tell it's actually mm-hmm. the little boy actor with explosions rage, raging all around him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. John Landis. Didn't you have trouble with this before? Yes. Ooh, yes. Didn't you learn your lesson? Clearly not. You... There are a lot of dangerous stunts that take place in this film. A like he lot. Just, he yeah, he should trying to kill some more kids. He shouldn't <laughs> be cast in kids in movies anymore. No. Oh, yeah. And the explosions are they're practical. they're they really happen on yeah, set. Not, yeah, they're it's... right there. Like he's feeling the heat from that shit yeah. while he's sliding down the chain. Yeah. Oh, move the microphone closer. Was there um was there Jenny McCarthy in this? There was Jenny McCarthy. Yes. Yeah, they make a Thank they, God. They make a oh, dig yeah. at daytime television, don't they? Yeah. Uh, apropos of nothing. Tom Arnold does a song in, yes. in the middle of it about how he's mm-hmm. Yeah. His song about how he's his own grandpa. And I think you might really like what? this movie. I was gonna like we're all la- you know, it's a wild movie. You're it laugh- sounds I like think it. You might like it. Yeah, I think I might also. <laughs> yes, it becomes the ending credits song too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say Adam. It has Jenny McCarthy in it, which is yet another thing that makes it sound like a movie forty-three. Even though I don't think she's actually in that one. Mm-hmm. Right, but it seems mm-hmm. like she should. Her be. loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. everyone else. They sure <laughs> did. Strong cast mm-hmm. in movie forty-three. <laughs> I get why you like this movie in theory like mm-hmm. it's a like it's a a fun thing to make your friends watch yes um yeah but can you just like <laughs> sit and watch this on your own oh god this is good this is so embarrassing but y- I, y- I could yes oh, and no. i have yeah how many times have you seen it uh, I did recently. I watched it twice in a row. <laughs> I, nice, God! I did. I I watched it for a video. What kind of day were you having? <laughs> I, woo, I mean, it was a. I was. I was very high, but I would have enjoyed um, it had I not been right both times. Um, yeah, I can see. I know why this film is rating. I had two friends walk away from me <laughs> while watching it, <laughs> uh, and I deeply understand it. Um, to me, I think it's just, it's so bold in what it was doing that it's, uh, <laughs> that is certainly a word to describe <laughs> the stupids. Yeah. Which, which it's so bold. It's so bold. And even when it fails, it fails so big and yes. so hard that mm-hmm. it's hard for me to be like, I guess for me, my biggest pet peeve in film is when they don't try and you can't say that no one wasn't trying. I'm, I can, yeah, I can 100 no percent relate. No to one that. will, no one will ever make that argument against the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't try. They put yeah. a lot. Let's of just work. watch it now. Yeah, we should. We could. I'm excited. Oh God. You would probably walk away, and that's fine. <laughs> it's I don't okay. Know. He did defend movie 43 on that's this. That's true. Um, 
it Tom Marlowe rollerblades for it. Like that's mm-hmm. that's him doing it. Yeah. yeah, it's that was that's what it is. Is that um like I I really appreciated the effort <laughs> for sure. They're uh-huh. trying they're trying real hard. I just don't mm-hmm. know what they thought they had. Like it feels like um it feels like a Looney Tunes cartoon that would mm-hmm. normally be like 15 minutes long yes yeah. like a, a yes. series where it's like now it's time for the stupids and they have a little sketch and then it ends uh-huh. but it's last uh, i what, what four hours four hours forever. yeah yeah forever forever i was surprised this movie's 90 minutes that that was mm-hmm. that was very shocking that's, that's always a bad ended. sign when a 90 minute <laughs> movie feels long yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah. Although, again, I think one of the things I do like about it is the cartoony nature of it, which is very hard to pull off. And I don't think they do. Mm, yeah. In parts they do. But that's, again, a thing that I appreciate that uh, I don't think films try to do anymore because it is such a risk right. to try to be that big. Yeah. Because then you fail big. <laughs> right. Yeah. You usually just get a bunch of cat in the hats and the stupids out of it which yes. is yes uh nobody mm-hmm. nobody wants those i don't think anyone's ever going to defend cat in the head on this show no i don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think i'm gonna ever yeah. see that i don't think i've ever seen it yeah although similarly i think a film that has this type of humor that i think does pull it off not cat in the hat but horton hears a who i, think I didn't see that hmm. well that's it's, an actual cartoon yeah well it won it's an actual cartoon but um, one, I think they have a message, which I think the stupids doesn't. So I think that helps it. It helps it uh, succeed, whereas the stupid doesn't. However, very similar type of humor, very cartoony. Um, uh, but I think overall is a success, at least film-wise, for me. I'm trying to think of if this movie had a structure, would that be easier? Cause they're trying to do like dumb and dumber, which I don't know if that mm-hmm. came before or after this, where it's like their stupidity. Before, actually. They, okay. They uncover mm-hmm. like something sinister, mm-hmm. but like, I can't identify like what the first act is, what the like inciting incident quite is, yeah. what the third act, where that comes, where like mm-hmm. the story beats are so unclear because it's like, yes, the inciting incident is that Tom Arnold, uh, thinks they're stealing his garbage. But then that's not really the inciting incident because there's no stakes there until he follows he he follows the truck. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it feels like it was like a half hour more in when he like actually gets to the garbage dump mm-hmm. and it's, finds the army guys who are selling who are who are selling weapons. Yeah. Um it reminds <laughs> me a lot of uh the uh, Beavis and Butthead, and specifically, yeah. yes, I also love Beavis and Butthead. That's also one of my yeah, that's a great shows. one. Yeah, but For Beavis sure. and Butthead uh, has a structure where it's yes. like they're TV broke, <laughs> and it makes sense. Yeah, they're TV broke, and they go through uh-huh. this whole journey, and then yeah, they get their yeah. TV. Uh, yeah, yeah. Beavis and Butthead, the the movie came out the same year as this, and it wow. is kind of the same. Like, there's a stupid reason that gets them to leave the house, and mm-hmm. they find themselves entangled in this bigger plot, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The problem is that all the family all has different reasons they leave the house, and they're all going yes. on different adventures. Yeah, and you can't tell like which one is significant. And then None they of all them actually, yeah. And then they yeah. all regroup to hear Tom Arnold's plan. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh-huh. I, I I feel like there needed to be more of a journey. Um, <laughs> Ooh, you're asking a lot of I this know. film. Uh, More of a journey. A journey. <laughs> yeah, well, I did think... Yeah, it is called The Stupid. Yeah. yeah. No, there needed to be more, like... 
I'm trying to, how do I word this? Like more adventure and less like mm-hmm. I, like you said, Tom, where it's like, I get it mm-hmm. where it's like, I get that they're misunderstanding the situation. We don't need a whole sequence where Tom Arnold is Ooh, explaining. But you get it. That you don't method. need it. I, exactly. Like, I don't, you don't need it. But no. you do have Christopher Lee gleefully burning people's mail. Yes, you, you do. do have that. That, that, uh-huh. was, that was one of two times that I laughed aloud watching <laughs> When he's, I forget what the name was, but he's like, well, nobody's going to be coming to her wedding. And just oh, throws yeah. the stack of invitations oh, yeah. into the fire. <laughs> what was the other thing that made you laugh, Tom? The other time was when there was the lady in her, sitting in her car. Who like, they oh, I love that. And the yes. rear enter and the airbag deploys <laughs> and the car explodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another <laughs> what? death. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I do love an unnecessary yeah. explosion. And they show her afterwards, and she's like cartoon blown up. Yeah. But she's not moving, which leads me to believe she is deceased. Yeah. <laughs> add, 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 add that to the pile yeah. of bodies. They have, they have some great, the, the, like, there's a part where there's an explosion that happens via the internet, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's oh. when they're in the mm-hmm. in the um, newspaper um office and they put a picture in the disk drive and the computer electrocutes like like computers do right and yeah. sends sparks everywhere and that makes all the other computers explode <laughs> in the newsroom which also sends it to the aliens and yeah. that's how they get the headline right of course uh, of course yeah the, really yeah, fucking damn it the aliens yeah. look good their eyeballs were horrifying yeah, they, like, the the pupils had contracted, mm-hmm. and they were like these weird milky eyeballs. It was really weird. It feels the whole film feels like uh like a just a domino. Um, like there is no plot really, but one thing slams into the other. Yeah, and I guess it's like a series of events, and what in that like one thing makes something else happen. It's mm-hmm. it's like a um. Like they brought the writer into a meeting with all the producers excitedly throwing out ideas. Mm-hmm. And the writer somehow amazingly managed to put every <laughs> single idea in. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what so... makes it hard to pay attention to. Yeah. 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 What makes it feel like it's so long because it's the movie doesn't really have a structure. So you have like no sense. It doesn't have the same sense of like momentum that a normal story right. does. So it's like I could be literally anywhere in the film right now. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, and yes. character wise, there's no one to glom no, onto because no. they no. are all <laughs> so stupid right. that there's no plot. There's no main character. There's no art. So there isn't like even a smart one. No, no, like they didn't even do that. No, no. The cat, the They're cat is smart. Oh, okay. The but the cat's not in the movie. No, the yeah. cat. They introduce a a stop motion cat at the beginning, <laughs> um, and then it never comes back until the very end. Yeah. Um, and it's just and again here's okay again. It feels like there's a gas leak in their house because I think because the rest of the uh-huh. world is normal. Mm-hmm. It's a normal world. But their one house is like a Pee Wee's Playhouse type situation. Yeah, it's also styled where, differently. The, yeah. Uh, the colors are different. There's like a stark difference between wow. their world and everyone else. Uh, like, another- it's like Conehead's shit. Like, it, I thought they were uh-huh. going to. When they introduced aliens into it, I was like, oh, and uh, like the beginning credits is of space. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah. like, oh, the reveal is going to be they're aliens or they're something. Aliens, yeah. Um, and there's but a they moment, never though. Explain it. Tom Arnold gets electrocuted and he briefly becomes smart. Yes. Not, not, not even smart. He becomes not an idiot for mm-hmm. like three seconds. <laughs> like he actually <laughs> understands and perceives the world correctly. <laughs> yeah. So that, 
raises a whole lot of other questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. It's like it's uh it's like anarchy the whole movie. No one's in charge, there's no main character, no. there is no plot. However, one thing I guess leads into the other, but it's all fabricated in their yeah. own minds. And the actual thing that's happening is an arms deal with the US government. Right. But <laughs> that's Tom, it. That's what? The movie. Yeah. I think Tom put it really well is that I think you could you could watch any five minutes of this movie and have no idea where in mm-hmm. the movie it is because nope. it's it's Definitely. it really is a series of bits that uh-huh. just sort of there's no oh, arc. There is one moment that this is baffling because it doesn't happen before or after. But it's when the parents are trying to start the car and they can't figure it out. That's yes. Whenever I show this film to someone, that is the one that people bring up that they have the biggest problem with. Well, it's because the kids suddenly understand. Like the yeah. kids are like, "No, you got to switch places with mom," and he switches places, and it's still not working. It's like, "No, mom, you got to hand him the, hand keys. the keys." Yeah. Like they suddenly understand what's happening just for that scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and but then it, never again. Uh-huh. <laughs> again, they have a car. Tom Arnold and they've driven it before. Yeah, Tom Arnold. The reveal is he was a mailman for a while. So again, what happened to them before this movie started that made them forgot forget completely how to operate a motor vehicle? Yeah, there's something really dark happened to them. Like like minutes before. Under the undertones that I pick up are just like I like I don't I don't know. I watching it as a kid, I felt like I was watching adults trying to tell me something dark about the world. Right. Like adults are the stupid and you should be like you as a child are right to question authority because mm-hmm. some people are the stupid, uh, which I guess as a kid is very comforting. So, again, <laughs> very great kids film. <laughs> I do kind of want to tattoo with like Tom Arnold with that hat and it says fuck authority. <laughs> <laughs> be a really sweet just a smiling face with that yeah. straw voters hat oh. oh my god because i get comparing this to like dumb and dumber where dumb and dumber they know they function in the world they're mm-hmm. just they just suck at it mm-hmm. this it's it's like i don't know how like i don't know how they are alive yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's really weird uh-huh. There's my, I think my favorite joke in the film is when Tom Arnold is disguising himself as a bush to eavesdrop on yes. the yep. arms deal. Yep. Uh, this is a great joke. This is great. Um, and so he's like, okay, you know, I'm a bush. I'm a bush. You know, I got to think like a bush. So he starts thinking like a bush, looks down at his arms and becomes a bush who is like, oh, I have arms. I can talk. I am the first talking bush. And he's so deep into the joke that it no longer works. Uh, And I I don't know. Something about that joke stuck with me about how you can get so far into a joke that it's no longer a joke. Right. That was what reminded me of the kid writing his name to become a god. It's like it (laughs) snowballs in this way that you're like, oh, my brain. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Because, yeah, that moment is just like, okay, that's cute. He's trying to think like, oh, now he's like a bush who's become (laughs) self-aware. And is now now like given a new lease on life, realizing that he is, in fact, a human. And now we're watching a guy (laughs) pretend to be a bush that realizes he's He's a a human. human. Um uh, oh my god like they didn't know when to end any bit no so they just keep 
It's like an it's like an improv that goes way out of yes. control. I think yeah. It. I was gonna say I think um, it reminds me of when I was like studying improv in Chicago in college, like watching older people do it and like not just like going for the bit way past its due date. Yeah. Um, in somewhat of a charming way, I think it has that like. If this had no production, if this if I saw this happening on stage, I would just assume it was an all, a complete improv. Like this feels mm-hmm. movie feels improvised from beginning yeah. to end. Because sadly, it, it's written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very uh, impressive as uh-huh. an improv. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking movie. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> This oh man, uh, I'm not sure. There's got to be more to talk about. The more more oh, crazy the, shit. That we have I mean, there could be several papers written about this. It's um, baffling. I think I think what it does most is like surprise me, which again I think is hard to do. I I agree. I I had no idea where it, what was going <laughs> to happen next. That's uh-huh. for sure. Oh, it was it was objectively a surprising film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for sure. No most, idea what's going to happen from scene to scene. Most of the plot, I'm trying to think of, all right, there's sort of an arc with the sender because he meets that old mm-hmm. man at the end mm-hmm. and, yeah. they, and he thinks he's giving him moral advice and the old man is just looking for directions and then he believes that he has vanquished the bad guy yeah. when the secret, the army has been secretly vanquished. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they do the... Um, they do like the Dumb and Dumber thing where they assume Tom Arnold is a genius yeah. because of how dumb he is. Yeah. Which the the difference is they don't give them – they show him re- – they, like the army is watching him in a junkyard wrestling a tire and they're like, this guy's a genius. Guy's and a it's genius. like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they decide he's like a master spy assassin because he shows up and, and says, hi, can I uh, – like he's like lost. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like only a master – would be right. that bold. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just some asshole that wandered in there. Yeah. Dressed like a balloon animal salesman. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> why this movie at all? That's what I can't really figure out. Like, why John Landis? Why this movie? Why this script? Um, which, again, I think adds to my enjoyment because it's like there's no reason that this movie should exist at all. <laughs> it's kind of like a freak of nature. Like, uh, like one of those crazy storms that only happens every 10 years. Yes. Or so. Like a microburst. Yeah. yeah. Perfect storm. <laughs> like I can, uh, I can, I haven't looked into it, but I could see Landis looking back at this movie and being like, I don't remember any of this. Like, yeah. And like Tom Arnold being like, yeah, I don't, this is, uh, this is a whole, I blacked out for mm-hmm. a year and the stupids mm-hmm. showed up. Like wh- what happened? I passed out and then suddenly we were all in the stupids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that, I don't know how this happened. It's, it's like, it's, it's not like a super, like I was tangentially aware of the books. Like I never read them as a kid, but mm-hmm. I remember seeing them in like the library or whatever. Mm. So it's not like it was like a super popular book series or anything. It was just like, what a, what a strange movie to make. Yeah. How much this, I, I'm looking up how much this movie cost to make. Please do. Oh, I already, I already oh, have that number. I already have that number. Does anyone care to, to venture a guess? <sighs> I'm guessing mm. it doesn't actually cost that much. It's probably mm-hmm. it's eight, probably like eight million. Th- oh, I was thinking like thirty. Uh, pretty close. It was twenty-five million. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm looking it up now. It made million. it made two point five million. Whoa! Yeah. It sure did. 
Um, let's see. Wow. I, I need to know. I, I looked at production to see if there's some answers. And it just says this was shot in Toronto, which, of course. That there's your answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh yeah. Uh, the planetarium. The, the part where they meet God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Named yes. Lloyd. They meet a janitor, and uh, his name is Lloyd. They think they're dead, but right? But they think they're dead because they're in a planetarium. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the lights go out. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the same Sounds time reasonable. We, yeah, it, they leave the, 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 the museum, and like one group is like, we died and met God, and the other one's like, we, we went back in time and became God. <laughs> and like, I feel like that should mean something, but it doesn't. No. <laughs> Not at all. Can we talk about how uh, Tom Arnold escapes being assassinated because one of the guys spits his gum out and he's like, oh, <laughs> yes. Lloyd, Lloyd told me that cleaning up gum is a real big problem for him. So he breaks free of his restraints like the Incredible Hulk and then just jumps out the window. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? Like, what does that yes. have to do with anything? Like, why does that? It's like, oh, Lord told me to pick up gum. So. I'm yeah. going to dive out. Like, he doesn't even pick up the gum. He just dives out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And yet I also respect that they took a dumb joke from earlier that Lloyd, the Lord, is like, oh, yeah, it'd be nice if people didn't put gums on the seat because he's an actual janitor and not the right. Lord. And then later is like, oh, of course, the bad guy would throw his gum on the ground. Yeah. I did like their bits where they're like, oh, thank the Lloyd or whatever they say. Or they keep... <laughs> Instead of Lord, that was solid. Holy shit. This, the guy that wrote this episode wrote for The Simpsons and Mr. Show. This epi- or they wrote this movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he wrote Lemon of Troy. He wrote 22 short films about Springfield. I mean, uh, it's not, again, even the writing in terms of the, the pun jokes, mm-hmm. in terms of making a movie that kids would enjoy. Because I, 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 I compared it to a clown before. Mm-hmm. I have a home video of me at like seven just losing my shit for a clown. <laughs> because that's the thing is that it's not, uh-huh. it's not ineffective. If you're making a movie aimed at kids, like it's a good premise to start with. It's like, oh, this, these people just don't can't quite get it Mm -hmm. and like every joke is like would make a kid belly laugh i think Mm -hmm. because it's just like so silly and and all wordplay and like there are callbacks Mm -hmm. um but it's as an adult it's mostly just (laughs) repelling because the the one thing the one thing they just forgot to put in it was like a story yeah, um, there is n- none. I when I did a video essay on it, I kind of talked about how like you know us as living people try to construct meaning out of nothing. I turned it into a very philosophical, which is not their intention. I'm I sure. Mean, However, it's like in the way that we construct meaning out of nothing. Tom Arnold's character constructs his like entire life like philosophy and view from nothing that's a fantastic right. theory actually. i feel like you've definitely thought about this movie more <laughs> than the know. more than the people yeah. who wrote this I movie know. i know it doesn't it, it, it doesn't make the movie any more enjoyable to watch <laughs> but as an adult i feel like oh how poetic that in the way this stupid character played by tom arnold constructs this entire conspiracy theory to fit his worldview is that yeah, not what very... the alt-right does? Is yeah, that I was not about to say, yeah. this is QAnon. Yeah, yeah this is show. QAnon, how they twist their world yeah. to make themselves, yeah. like, their uh, is... inability to understand the world make sense. It is very much about, like, ego, because mm-hmm. they think, every like, when he's a Bush, he thinks he pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and when he remembers it later, 
he remembers himself being a perfect bush. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like this big conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. It, it does say a lot about like ego and that the, the idea that, okay, look at these stupid people. And one of the, the characteristics that make them stupid is assuming that everything revolves around them mm-hmm. and assuming there's a grand conspiracy against them. And right. that's what they blame for their problems. Like it's actually kind of a positive message to tell kids, which is like, don't be a dummy. Yeah. Don't make elaborate excuses for shit. Right. The world is not about you. It has yeah. nothing to do with you. No one's stealing your garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe you should just accept the obvious. I yeah. hate how relevant this message is. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I think as an adult, that's what uh, has made me ap- appreciate a strong word. I mean, it still makes me laugh, but I'm able to look at it in a different way because it's like, I mean, damn, were they not onto something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, yeah, if only Tom Arnold was selling brain pills in the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my really God. really nailed it. Oh, whew. which, by the way, uh, he does follow me on Twitter, so... Uh, not anymore. I mean, after he hears that, well, uh, no, we you, loved you're the video defending I made. it. So yeah, that's the mind. thing is, I, I, I mean, if I hadn't said this already, everybody does a great job in this movie. I like, yeah, the commitment from the actors yeah. is top tier level. Even the children, I think they give incredible performances. Yeah. Uh, no one's like pulling a half day. They are all doing. They'll fucking work, which is very impressive. That's I think that's what makes yeah, it. Yeah, they're going all in. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes it so effective as a movie that made me feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. Because, like, I, as Tom, you pointed out, the, the, the writer's good. It's like they were trying to weaponize a film. I think they were. Yeah. I think that it feels like a weapon as a film. It feels like it is a dagger. This feels like something they would play at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for sure they do. They play this goddamn movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was ready to give it all up <laughs> by the end of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, John Landis still defends this movie. Really, really? What yeah, does John he stands say? by this movie. Interesting. He said, he he said it's like yeah, it was a movie made for ten year olds, and I think uh, the, the, like he he says the movie had a lot of success on television and in rentals. He's like because people were renting it for their kids, and that's yeah. that's who it's for. It's it's for ten year olds. Yeah, he's not wrong. Um, he's not wrong. I he's, did, yeah, he's not yeah. wrong. It is. You, it is kind of immune to criticism. That is tr- That's actually a very great point, Tom. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, what is well, there? To, it's because we can talk about. Yeah, we, we like we've yeah. been pulling out uh, different parts of the movie that are just objectively insane. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, no, it's it's doing precisely what it set out to do and everybody's giving 100 percent. so it's yeah. like, what do you say about it it's just it's five thousand years long that's uh-huh. that's the criticism I, <laughs> yeah my question is okay so let's say you were having a group of close friends over would this be a movie that you would want to show for just the sheer, like, whatever you would call it. I don't know what the word is for, like, enjoying and hating something at the same time. I mean, only if I wanted to make my friends very angry with me. <laughs> we've, had, we've had this experience. Like, yeah. very frequently get a bunch of people together and watch stuff like The Shadow. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> it made a few people very angry. Yeah. We would just watching shitty films although a movie uh-huh. like this i would want to have people physically there and i would uh-huh. shush them anytime they tried to talk <laughs> yeah. and i'd be like right. what the fuck are you doing the movie it's a movie Watch that's the actually movie. 
<laughs> that is actually how I saw it the first time is me and a couple of friends. Cause when this movie came out, I was in like high school, I think. Oh yeah. Or, or middle school. It was, mm-hmm. at the, it was, I was either in eight or ninth grade. So it was like me and a bunch of my friends rented this movie as like a goof. Cause we knew it was going to be bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, I'm, I'm still doing the same things to hang out with my friends <laughs> sure. that I did when I was 13. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> uh-huh. Watching a lot of the same movies. Too. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh-huh. enjoy it when you were that age? Yeah, we enjoyed it for, you know, for what it uh-huh. was, like a fucking batshit movie to just sit there and be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Like, oh. It's a yeah. fucking movie. Just as like a sheer, just like artifact. It's like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great word for it. I would say it feels like an artifact. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And it, I feel like I found it in the country it didn't belong. And right, like, an artifact of what? There. Right. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like an alien race. It, it, it's, it seems like it was like a movie that was made in like Belarus or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. It's, Particularly when in like the eighth minute a stop motion cat suddenly yeah. shows up. It never comes back yeah. until the end and doesn't, and doesn't do anything. What is their reality? Like, again... <laughs> what happened to them? Because I think what's their look, I think it's like the, uh, that Ryan Reynolds movie voices where like they're the, everything, the world looks happy and bright mm-hmm. to him and his animals are talking to him. <laughs> and then you learn like, Oh no, he's just not taking medication mm-hmm. that he needs. Like it's that where like the cat is clearly a shared hallucination <laughs> within the family. Like they're probably looking at a cat that they <laughs> haven't fed in a very long time. <laughs> that's just like dark. going around their house that is just full of feces <laughs> and like rotting food. But that's not what they're seeing. Because I think there's a gas leak or I think there's something happened to them. I love your gas leak theory. That's the most So it's like Field of Dreams sorta. Yeah. Which is a, which is my favorite movie about collective schizophrenia. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It like it's of, just a family seeing yeah. baseball players yeah. kind of in their similar. yard. Totally. Just a bunch of ghosts in a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I've been there by the way. But it's a baseball field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it was uh, not to derail it too much. I heard it was owned by two different people. There was like a rivalry of the property. Oh. Matthew Perry and Wade Boggs. Stop. Are the two owners, I believe. Yeah. And it costs twenty five hundred dollars a night if you want to stay there. I did a show in Dyersville, Why would you Iowa. Want to stay there? Yeah. I know. Even when people found out I was going, they were like, "Are you going to go to the Field of Dreams <laughs> field?" <laughs> and I was like, "Probably not. It's yeah. just a baseball." But we ended up going. Anyway, it pulled you to it. <laughs> exactly. It you yeah. You if you build it, they will come. Yeah. I, <laughs> it, I, yeah. I, love, I love that it's owned by two dudes who couldn't have less to do with each other. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sitcom star Matthew Perry and oh baseball God. legend Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs was kind of a poon hound, though. Mm. Mm. They, they probably hit local Dyersville uh-huh. bars and. Mm-hmm. I will say it's prey on women. Yeah, it is my dream to be old and give a walking tour of uh, the shooting locations of the stupids. Yeah, uh, you get some real psychopaths yeah. coming to your coming I to your mean, tour. <laughs> some real lot, weird people. A lot, lot of Canadian maniacs. To be on that. <laughs> oh no. Um, it just, my last thought on Wade Boggs. Pretty sure he was at my cousin's wedding. <gasps> what? That's, that's not a Okay. Wow. Nice. Well, I'm surprised anyone point. came to your cousin's wedding after Sender threw out all the invitations. Ooh. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
bringing it back, <laughs> just like the writer of the stupid. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Paying can... it all off. <sighs> I'm imagining Christopher Lee coming to set and being like, so what am I, playing the devil? What is this? Because the set looks like <laughs> hell. And they're just yeah. like, it's fine. Just here's your check. It's fine. And like, what's this movie called again? The Stupids. Okay, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he was clearly on set for half a day. Yeah, he has yeah. Dracula claws. <laughs> yeah. Holy they just, shit. He filmed this shit and got out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he even questioned what movie he was in. Probably not. <laughs> they're like, put on this cape. They, I bet they told him it was for kids, and he thought he was doing some sort of charity. Yeah, <laughs> Ch- charity piece. I can see that. Uh, Holy shit! Oh man, do we have any uh, any any? What are our final thoughts on the stupids? Uh, I feel I feel like I should probably watch it. I yeah. feel like you actually might have from our conversation today. You might really enjoy this film. Yeah, I want to. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, <laughs> you seem like a the stupids kind of guy. Yeah, honestly, take it personally. I mean it as an insult. <laughs> I mean, just from the movies you brought in here, Adam, I think you would find the movie again. I found it at least fascinating. It's just, it's fascinating. Maybe it's something you got to watch in small bits. Or I think if I was really high, I would enjoy yeah, this too. I would sit for. Well, I'm always uh, yes. really high. Yeah, so. so you might enjoy. Yeah, it. audience members get very high and watch this movie, and it will take you places yeah and if you It'll don't take out a ride I, i've said this a few times if you don't feel like watching anymore just shut it off yeah because you won't you didn't miss anything no you're not gonna miss a thing no it doesn't except, matter where you're at in no. the film the same thing continues to happen yeah. yes until it stops happening and then the movie's uh, over that's yeah. it that's uh-huh. the journey that our characters that's go the journey. On. yeah i think i i do think high would really help because it's kind of like an adult swim cartoon that lasts way too long yes it is like, and, I could see yeah. this as a Tim and Eric sketch or uh-huh. something. Like, it's just... It, it does feel very Tim and Eric. And if you can, uh, watch it with, like, the undertones of, like, you know... <laughs> what's what's What does anything mean? Yeah. What, well, yeah how do we to... construct stories as human beings when stories aren't real? What is reality? What is reality? Yeah. Try to, Are we try stupid? to figure out mm. what happened to the stupids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can find any clues. Yeah, I want. I, I wish there was like one shot where Tom Arnold turns around and there's just like a visible scar <laughs> on the back of his head, like his part of his head shaved, oh, and there's just like God. stitches or something. Like something uh, clearly, something mm-hmm. sinister has happened to this family. Why are they <laughs> using their fucking pillows wrong? Like, what do they? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe they just need the extra lower back support, so they got to sleep with their feet raised. Yeah, okay. You got to stay on top of that stuff. I was immediately jealous of how chipper they were when they woke up. Like, they wake up and they're just so happy. That's the thing. They're happy. That's the thing that also makes me laugh so hard is that they are so happy. It reminds me of those people that are so happy that they're clearly so sad yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. it walks that fine line well no they like it's the either ha- the, the lies they tell themselves every day yeah. apparently it's made them very happy uh-huh. or they've been huffing a lot of nitrous yeah. or something and that's it where their brain both. don't work yeah could be both it could be both why not both yeah. Be both yeah for sure um i think that's a, probably a sode right guys yeah, I yeah. Think so. it's not yeah. much more you can say yeah mm. Well, Maggie, thank you so much for for coming on and, and talking oh, about the stupid things. Yeah, I mean, anytime. I'm sure I have more that I can discuss, but this <laughs> one's, this one's up I, there I, for I, me. 
really want, I really want to see what else you, you, you cherish from your watching as a kid. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like very sadly very influential. Every time I watch it, I see another thing that I kind of still do, <laughs> which is like, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also learn from their mistakes. I like to think. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of positives you can take from the teachings of the stupid. Mm-hmm. So truly, it's nothing, truly, nothing to be upset about. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Where can people find you and all that stuff? Yeah, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. It's just my name, Maggie Mayfish. Um, and also, very conveniently, I do have a very serious video analysis about the stupids. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> and, uh, check that out. And about how, yeah, we construct meeting um, where I try to parcel the positives from this film. But I, I also have some essays on uh, other films, such as RoboCop, which is probably more, much more of a crowd pleaser. So, yeah, I can check those out. Absolutely. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> mm. um, Dave, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, Tom, we got our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, we got exclusive podcasts on that. We got uh, T-Public, uh, tpublic.com slash stores slash Gamefully Unemployed. Also, check us out there. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we got Hell some shirts yeah. and junk. Yeah, we yeah. got streaming. We, we Twitch. We Twitch. Mm-hmm. That's uh, also Gamefully Twitch. Unemployed. Twitch.tv, Gamefully underscore unemployed for yeah. Twitch. But, you guys yeah. have such a great variety of content. Yes. I'm always Aww. so impressed by everything you take on. <laughs> Our reach is huge. We're like Disney. You, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Dave and I had a long conversation about Disney we <laughs> right did. before we sat down. We're, we're, we're like center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Sunday. All right, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.